one. Hello and welcome to a panel discussion bonus of The Grand Geekery Show, where I, Tyler, talk to amazing guests about certain subjects regarding news, rumors, opinions, awareness, or, at this time, festive thingy-bobbers. Yeah, that's horror. <laughs> okay. Anyways, this is a way for us to show you what a panel is like at a convention when we're not having conventions. Thanks, COVID. And today we're going to be talking about Halloween, the spookiest time of year. Besides the day after election day, where you're just like, oh my god. Um, but the- <laughs> but uh, yeah, Halloween, I'm here with amazing guests. We're here, I'm going to go in order from the squares. Paula from Sketchy Bugs. Michael. Hello. Michael uh Michael Jaegers, almost said Jaegers, not. Uh, Sandra <laughs> Demas, who you've heard multiple times before on the show. And Nick Duke. Paula's from the Sketchy Bugs. Michael Jaeger is an amazing actor. And uh, do you do stunts and stuff as well? Sandra Demas is an editor and podcaster with Nick on the Story Geeks podcast. Welcome, everybody. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. We could be out trick or treating and partying it up like what we would normally do in October. But yeah, uh, today everybody loves Halloween. It's such a festive, crazy year where you get to dress up as other people, get drunk, and it be okay. Dressed up as a kitty on a Tuesday night, like I used to. <laughs> no, um, and and other things. But w- with you guys, I-, I guess we'll go. We'll start off with Paolo. So, what is what does Halloween mean to you? Why is it so important to you? Uh, I am, well, Tyler, you you might relate to this. I'm a big theater nerd, or I was a big theater nerd for me. Dress up was a big, big thing. Um, I was laughing during early chat that Michael was talking about being a kid of five. I was child number five. Um, nice. So it was one of those things, like the one thing I could do that wouldn't annoy my siblings was like, I could dress up and play pretend. <laughs> um, so that was one big factor. And then I grew up to be a semi-goth child, so that added more layers <laughs> to the love of Halloween. Uh, and then add the fact that um, right after Halloween, obviously they're not interrelated, but you know, Christianity was an interesting thing that happened, um, was right after that was Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. And so that whole three-day celebration of just its mythos and its meaning and stuff is just just grand. And I love it. And if I could, my my home would be completely decorated in nothing but Halloween stuff. Uh, mostly the witchy <laughs> stuff, not the, the gory stuff. But um, yeah, to me, it's just, it's one of the best freaking holidays a person could have. Absolutely. Amen. Uh, how about you, Michael? What does Halloween mean to you? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so much. So, so much. It's horror films. It's, uh, you know, movies you haven't seen in a while, brought back. Um, I mean, I watch Hocus Pocus. There's talk of a Hocus Pocus 2. I mean, all the new movies on Netflix. I mean, that's something to get excited about. But, you know, me and my brother kind of collaborated. And, you know, we've been talking about this year because what's going to happen? Are kids going to go out? Are they yeah. we going to get a lot of kids? You know? So we're kind of unsure, but we went and spent a lot of money on decorations for the yard because we were like going, we're going all out. So we have like animatronic uh, clowns. Um, (laughs) We're doing a killer clown theme (laughs) this year, but I've, uh, for the last uh, 15 years, this is the the nerd in me. um, I dressed up as Michael Myers for every Halloween the last 15 years the first year 
creeped everybody out. The second year, I actually got invited to attend a Christmas party in the neighborhood. They saw me. They, I freaked them out. They're like, oh, my God, he's, he's got to come. He's got to come. Um, so stuff like that. I mean, I just get so into it, you know. Um, Wait, why was there a Christmas yeah. party in October? I'm so confused. I have so many questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Halloween party. My <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, man. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's another podcast. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you scared the crap out of me. I was like, why are you dressed up as Mike, Mike, well, Michael Myers well, on Christmas? The, what I thought was they were so impressed by his costume mm-hmm. that they invited him over for Christmas months later. <laughs> <laughs> they adopted me as one of theirs. Yeah. Could, could you be Could you be Stabby William Shatner for us on Christmas? That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. How about you, Sandra? What does Halloween mean to you? Oh. Halloween, like if if you know me for any length of time, you know I love Halloween. It's absolutely my favorite holiday. Um, it is because I mean I know Christmas is usually a lot of people's favorite. Um, it's better than Christmas because we're not obligated to like give gifts. We're just there for good time. And like I super love dressing up, so I relate a lot to what Paula was saying. Um, I'm not a theater kid, but I'm a dance kid, or I was a dance kid. And we're just as like energetic and down <laughs> for costumes and themes and all that stuff. So I love dressing up even like I was like one of the oldest kids trick or treating. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm just dressing up. Um, but just the idea of like being, I don't know. I, I feel like I would dress up 24 seven, like 365 days a year. And I kind of do for the month of October, I allow myself to be more like animated and more over the top with like, you know, all the (laughs) stuff that I wear. Um, But I feel like people are finally on my level, like in October. And then especially on Halloween, like they're finally on my level. They're down a clown. (laughs) They're down (laughs) to like dress up. They're down to watch horror movies all the time. Um, So like the same thing with what my Michael was saying all the movies that come out like I know there are a lot of casuals who just do like horror films in October but I grew up with horror films like every weekend my dad and my um my brother and I we would just watch horror movie after horror movie and it was very much like a bonding experience so I don't know I just I love horror movies I love dressing up (laughs) candy is like superfluous I'm fine with or without it but it's just that whole thing of like the costumes the um the movies and then also like the music um mm. i have i have like a 13 hour halloween playlist <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so all of that like it's just so 100 percent up my alley and decorating and stuff too so absolutely yeah i have that youtube video of spooky scary skeletons on repeat for 10 <laughs> hours just, <laughs> no, I'm just i can't tell you like my That's brain my i don't even outfit his costume yeah. I don't even like mean to, but multiple times in October, I've woken up with that song in my head and I'm like, all right, brain, you know, what's up? Like, I don't even have to tell you, like it's spoopy time. That song just gets stuck <laughs> in my head in those random times. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great. It is. is. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. How about you, Nick? How, uh, what does Halloween mean to you? Oh, I love it. It's I, ever since I was a kid. Um, I don't know. Cause I've always been into movies and stuff and, even as a young kid, horror movies, like I think Sandra is also a kid that was uh, shown horror movies at an age that was probably not appropriate, <laughs> way too young. Um, so we've kind of built up like this kind of uh, tolerance for 
<laughs> some crazy horror movies. But um, I, I just, I think it's because I'm so into movies and stuff like that. Like when Halloween time comes around, it's like that excuse to like dress up as something from a movie, you know, it's like, this isn't socially acceptable. Usually any other time of the year, but this time of the year it is, or you could be sexy hand sanitizer if you want, but. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just always liked um, dressing up and I, I never really like bought uh store-bought costumes or anything oh, like wow. that. I always like, I always made stuff. So like I, yeah. I would go as like a Jedi or something. And so I would take like my mom's uh, pink robe and then dye it brown <laughs> and with or without permission. And uh, <laughs> like, like you know, every year she would like dye it back and she like, finally got, the, I got the color I, I want. And then you're just yeah. like, Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> brown again. Um, but yeah. And like, I, I remember just thinking back just on the, uh, like early childhood stuff like yeah cobbled together like a jedi costumes uh i did a ring wraith one time for a lord of the rings like with a yeah. blacked out mesh thing That's which awesome. is not great at night because wow. you can't see <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um but which i guess is like a ring wraith they were kind of blind um yeah. but yeah and then just like catching up on horror movies like new horror movies i haven't seen yet that have come out like uh earlier in the year I love doing that. And uh, my son was just born um, a little over a week ago. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, Dude, congratulations, uh, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on October 1st. <laughs> so he's he's in spooky month. Um, Dude, right on. So, like, the the day he was born, um, AMC was starting, like, their horror movie marathons and stuff like that. So uh, my me and my wife and my son, my new son, hers sitting there starting Halloween, you know, <laughs> and uh, watching Halloween, some Child's Play, some Amityville, you know, exactly what you show newborns. You see that doll? <laughs> he's not your yeah. friend, buddy, but he's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fun, I don't know, to me, it's like a really fun time of year. I feel like the, the major holiday season is uh at least for for a lot of people it's like a, a comfortable time of year it's yeah like a, a nice if you know it's a, a holidays that kind of feel like a hug but to me halloween is like the like let's go out and have fun absolutely type, type of deal let's go yeah. crazy do something different it, it's mm -hmm. it's yeah. cool because a lot of you guys have have used movies to kind of get into uh to move to the mood which is what i do as well like i watch horror mm -hmm. today alone i watched it i finally watched it chapter two for the first time and oh my I God. and I watched a horror of Dracula, <laughs> yeah, horror of Dracula with Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee for the first time Wait, as well. Can we go back to it, chapter two, for two seconds? Absolutely, dude, <laughs> dude, get right. I I loved it. I, I, there were a lot of people who didn't care for it, but I loved it. Really, I, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was a good way to like go back and forth and be a yeah. true sequel. But it was cool. Yeah. And in with, with these horror films, it, it's crazy because I think we've talked about this on every podcast that we ever talk about horror ever. Horror is this crazy genre where you can do so much with it, and it and it hits people so much different, uh, so much differently. Where I, I believe comedy of all different kinds are mostly universal. Like anybody can go watch a cop a cop comedy, and then go over and watch a parody film 
or then go over here to a dark comedy, like, and everybody would kind of understand the jokes and everything. Horror to me is not really the same. There are so many things in horror that I love, and there are genres within horror that I love, and so many that I don't care for or like. Mm-hmm. And um, and since you guys love horror movies so much, what gets you most? What kind of horror films? I guess like specific ones and just genres and storytelling or even monsters or um, let's just say not antagonists, but the opposing forces that really get you into the the Halloween spirit and kind of get ready for essentially this whole month. And I'll, I'll start with Paula again. Oh, that's a good question for me. So the best way I could start is for me, like a lot of the scary movies or the horror movies, because I am much more of a goth child, so I'm much more into the goth romanticized movies. Um, it's really hard for me to get into the really gory movies. Yeah. Um, but some of them, like, I think I have, like, one or two that I was like, okay, that's pretty good. Um, God, I'm a fucking sucker for vampires, if that... <laughs> so anything. am I. So am I, honestly. The sparkly ones? No, not sparkly ones. Hate sparkly ones. Thank like, you. My closest Thank you. to that would be my siblings were all Anne Rice fans. And so they got me hooked that way. Um, but I think for me, like, I can watch a million. I know it's not, like, the craziest. Um, two movies come to mind. So the first one on the more gothy side is Bram Stoker's Dracula with uh, Gary Oldman. Oh, wow. And I can watch that a million times over. I could say that there's layers of weird dark fantasy in there that I'd rather not publicize. But yeah. <laughs> I love Gary Oldman. That one's such a good one, and he's such a good actor. And so that gets you in the vampire mood. And then the one that's not a vampire movie, but I could just always watch just because of like the color and the gore, but it's not really gore, so it's balanced, is To Me Sleepy Hollow from Tim Burton. Mm, uh, yeah, I love that tree. Nice. The tree and there's yeah. the level of like actual full paint blood, like it's yeah. and it's like theatrical blood. Like if you mix fake blood with like um, soap detergent, it it's that weird. That's what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, I've vibrant. done that before, but that. So those two are the ones that I can like really get me into that horror piece. If we're talking of like just the dark, absolutely kind of problem, not to the point because I'm I'm a I'm a wuss in the sense of. My siblings all really, we all really believe in ghosts. (laughs) So there's, there's, and then you grew up Catholic. So you're kind of Mexican Catholic. (laughs) Mexican Catholic. Next level Catholic. You don't mess with with, like certain demon names, but everything else is cool. So that's kind of my two genre stuff. Absolutely. So, so you won't go near like the exorcist and conjuring and Ouija. I've seen Exorcist, and it's actually not that bad. I think out of the Exorcist, the thing that spooks me is the the flashing face that oh, that's Captain Howdy. Yeah, that spooks me a bit. But everything else from pretty like rad. Um, but <laughs> the other movies, I don't really do not because it's that they would spook me as much. I just they don't appeal to me. Like there's that whole like La Llorona sequence with the nun yeah. and all that. Like that whole series to me is so hyped up to me that i'm like eh, okay maybe for like you know true horror people might like it but to me it's like it's entertaining so i like more of the fanciful like make goth beautiful but so gory type stuff <laughs> that reminds me i think i think i'm gonna get all four of you guys back and we'll talk about just horror movies and, and like as just as a, as a genre later on so i guess <laughs> oh, kind you. of kind of a tease for for a later <laughs> episode but yeah what about um what about you michael how about the um the genres that really speak to you during these times? Um, you know, I tell you what I've been really into lately, and I can't seem to get enough of, is 
cosmic horror. Mm. Mm-hmm. You could scare me with um, some radio. Like Event Horizon. You know, that they shot uh, yeah. Yeah, Event Horizon. Um, they shot Lovecraft Country mm-hmm. here in Georgia. And that's a really weird series if you haven't checked it out. But it's so worth it. It's such a good series. But it's way, way out there. But, there, you know, Mandy is another one that I saw that was very cosmic. Um, uh, the Color of Space, I think. is Nicolas Cage is on fire, man. That I love guy, Nicolas Cage. Man, if you looked up his resume, it's unbelievable. He's always doing stuff. But I would say cosmic horror is one of the ones that I'm most interested in right now. But I mean, all genres. Like, I'll go back, and what's great about Disney Plus is they they have a column where they show all of the Simpsons horror episodes. So you can watch all the Treehouse of Horror. So Treehouse of Horror... And yes. uh, I guess uh, I guess uh, you know, cryptic kind of horror is cosmic horror is my. That's really cool and two. interesting. Yeah, I love that. That that's that's something you don't really. I guess I, I I've never I haven't heard that before, but it's it's it rings true because I think those are all. Yeah. Oh my god, I love Mandy. That's such a cool movie. Thank you. That was so. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm gonna take you. I wrote down those two names, like these two movies. Me too. <laughs> Man- Mandy is a mind fuck. It's great. It's, oh, it is. It's a total mind fuck. I, I think it, there's like two or three instances where you're just like, what? And you're just like, and it's just, yeah, it's crazy. He just he he, uh, he let, releases the beast. Yeah, it's yeah. It, <laughs> I I feel like it's everything that Inlay Shyamalan wanted. Um, Split to be. Um, Sandra, how about, how about you in horror? What what are some of your horror, favorite horror genres? Oh, so, you know, it's Scott Pilgrim when Knives is like, what do you play? And Young Neil's <laughs> like, oh, that's such a big question. So, I, yeah, that's like a, such a, a big question. Um, I, I love dark comedy. That's probably like if I had to pick mm-hmm. one genre to watch mm-hmm. for the rest of my life, it might be that. Um, it's definitely influenced my sense of humor. Um, and it's kind of my outlook on life. Like even when things are terrible, like just using humor as a diversionary tactic and a coping mechanism. Um, so things like Shaun of the Dead and what we do in the shadows, army of darkness, and even like nightmare on Elm street, um, Mm -hmm. kind of that, like, uh, that type of humor in the midst of something terrifying, um, uh, and killer clowns from outer space, like that. I, I, I love that um, genre. I love kind of a, the more traditional, like with Halloween and with The Shining. I think The Shining is is so beautiful mm-hmm. and it's a, its own entity. Cause I'm a big Stephen King fan. Yeah. Um, but I, I also understand that what Kubrick created was very different and still so beautiful that um, it's worth you know kind of putting up on this pedestal that it's it's been in as far as horror goes. Um, and I love things like, I know we're not talking about TV shows, but Black Mirror yeah. is like just super dark. Oh, yeah. So like, so, so like so, social horror, social like society. Uh, social commentary. Yeah. Like yeah. they live. It's also kind of, even though it's got this, um, super, yeah, you know, otherworldly component to it. Yeah. It's still, at the end of the day, we're looking at this commentary on human depravity. And so mm. when we look at at these situations and we put ourselves in, okay, a zombie, uh, zombie apocalypse isn't going to happen. So I can entertain the idea of us doing really stupid things and not listening to the scientists and doing whatever we feel like. And guess what? <laughs> Holy crap, is that relevant right now? You know, but like we can't, our minds can't entertain that when it's too real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least for me, like, I don't like more of those like natural 
um, without some sort of sci-fi or fantasy component to it because it's it's too palpable. Yeah. Um, but I, but I can process it better. And I think just as humans, we're able to process it when you detach it and, and put it in something that we think that can't really happen. So yeah. let's look at humans like, or in a scenario where the, where the humans win in the end, where you're just like, okay, good. Like, <laughs> like it's not going to happen right. and we won. So <laughs> we can defeat right. whatever that you know, is. And those are all like fun to watch. I do watch um, some of the supernatural films. Like I just watched The Exorcist the other day again. Um, and oh, can I? Um, uh, what did you have you seen? Hereditary, yes. Oh, so oh yes. So good. yes. In my okay. opinion, yes. that's like this. This is the it's like a modern exorcist because mm-hmm. I can't watch that movie. <laughs> it's a great film. Yeah. I, can't, I can't watch it either, and I'll tell you why. It's when I watched it, I was in the midst of really deep grief, and so I watched it at a bad time. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I can't. Midsummer is. It's, Nick and I like love Midsummer. That was really good. <laughs> we'll definitely talk about yeah. that on the next bonus because that's yeah. that opened up the genre <laughs> to insane. No, you're totally fine. I, I love all this <laughs> stuff, and it's great good. how this how this genre can bring people together. Just like this 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 holiday, oh, yeah. which essentially is about right. spooks and being mm-hmm. out there, putting yourself out there in situations that's not really normal. Like you wouldn't ring on your neighbor's door for anything whatsoever unless it was a completely detrimental. But then you're just like candy on one day of the <laughs> of the year. Um and it, yeah, absolutely. Um I, I do have a question for you though, Sandra. Like so I guess with the, the you brought up a good thing about like the dark comedy where is this big right gray area of like things and i think also having like movies that are so weird feeling and awkward feeling like i would actually put two burton movies into that category which is mars attacks and even ed wood where ed wood is like to to me ed wood is like a mind i I can curse this my podcast it's a mind fuck because i'm just like (laughs) no way that somebody thinks what he's doing is perfect and like these people are agreeing with him and it's like these weird situations a lot of people won't, won't call it horror I consider that movie pure <laughs> horror, yeah. uh, but that's just me. It's like friendship. I, I wouldn't call it. <laughs> I wouldn't call it horror. Huh? Um. Oh, I was just saying I wouldn't call it horror, but probably because I've seen enough John Waters films. Yeah. To put it in that <laughs> uncomfortable space, it's not horror, but it's uncomfortable. I think John and Waters knows the- what he was doing, though. Like he knows he's <laughs> weird, and he, he like he like lives it. He's like, yeah, I'm weird. Or Ed Wood's like, I'm a genius. Like he thought he yeah. was a genius till the end. <laughs> Do you ever feel that way? Like I, I'm like, what if I'm the Ed Wood where people are just like, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm not at all approaching geniushood. <laughs> I hope I'm not the Ed Wood of podcast. That would be terrible. But yeah, yeah. I won't. I like- <laughs> I like that you mentioned Mars Attacks because that one's one of my one of my favorite movies. And my Absolutely. husband does not understand why. He's like, why do you love this movie? I was like, how can you not? It's so campy and quirky. It's and a it love letter to 60s great. horror. Yeah. Sci-fi horror. Yeah. Sci-fi. So freaking hilarious to me. Absolutely. All right, Nick, how about you? What are some of the horror genres that you love and cling to? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sandra mentioned a, a few of them. Um, but the ones that I always have to hit up each year. I mean, obviously, you got to hit up the original Halloween. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, it's... Respect. It's like, <laughs> a, you know, it's like getting your palate ready for 
<laughs> for, the, for the meal. It's like know. the first candy corn of the season. Yes. I wish podcast listeners could like see the flourish that you oh. use when you said that. Like, get your yeah. palate ready. You, know, you uncork it once a year and you give it a sniff and like, ah, yes, spooky. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I love that movie so much. And um, I think um, Sandra, when is it last? Or two, last year or two years ago on your birthday, we went to that arcade and they were playing Halloween. Two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, they two were, years ago. Yeah, they were playing Halloween uh, like on the wall really big and stuff. That was awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Halloween's definitely one. Uh, what we do in the shadows for for the, the dark comedy. And oh, that. absolutely. I absolutely love that movie. Um, if you haven't seen it definitely check it out i i i've been checking out the show here and there uh but i just feel like like the movie is just far and away like the best thing ever that's funny um, i pre- I prefer the show over the movie now oh really yeah but i, I oh wow I, but i also think um that uh oh my god why am i forgetting his name no <laughs> way no this is bothering me matt barry I, I remember, matt I, remember oh. I believe matt barry is a god that just yeah. like tripped and fell on earth on accident. And he, he's like, well, I'm here. I might as well be in something. Um, like, I don't, Johnny think, I don't think he was supposed to be in the IT crowd. I think he just ran into a building and just started screaming father. And like, yeah. and it just kind of happened. My favorite show. <laughs> yeah. I, I just finished rewatching IT crowd and I, I texted Sandra. I was like, yeah, I don't know why, like I could ever not be thinking about Matt Berry, but like for like this show <laughs> made me made me go, oh my god, Matt Berry's a genius. I also love the the um, the energy vampire uh, Colin Robinson. He's like <laughs> the greatest thing that's ever, and his arc is phenomenal. Was Jermaine Clement in the TV show? Uh, spoiler, I guess. Yes. We'll talk. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If oh, we'll, do I we want to spoil that's that? A question the... mark. Answer as a question mark. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we'll tell you after the recording. I don't want to like spoil the spoil the what we do in the shadows and get hate. I, I don't gotcha. want to get that heat. Um, uh. <laughs> um, I, I suggest to watch it, and we'll talk afterwards. But um, anyway, yeah, that that's awesome. What else? What else, Nick? Um, yeah, uh, there other things that I've I've I just love. I always come back to each year um, is um, Evil Dead one and two, uh, mostly two um just for whatever reason is is absolutely my favorite i think they really found sam raimi found like the the niche for where evil dead exists best in that kind of horror but slightly funny slightly absurd uh you know groove um and of course bruce campbell best one of the best horror actors ever um but and like the whole the whole sequence where like he feels like he's going crazy and is laughing and then like the deer heads on the wall start laughing and the books on the shelf start laughing and <laughs> the furniture everything's <laughs> laughing and like and then you start laughing and realize that <laughs> you're going <laughs> like crazy <how> too <laughs> yeah you realize like how absurd everything is um but yeah i i love uh that series um and I, I I would say like our, of Evil Dead one two and then Army of Darkness like Army of Darkness is like my absolute favorite, but to me that doesn't feel like like it fits in Halloween for some reason. 
Hmm. Um, so I don't usually return to that for the Halloween season. So it's just usually like Evil Dead 1 and 2. Absolutely. Um, and then I, I just rewatched uh, Haunting of Hill House. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice. On Netflix. Nice. Um, in prep for Bly Manor, which uh, I just started as well. Yeah, I'm I like a good watching that. Like soon. a good ghost story. Absolutely. My my girlfriend does not like horror whatsoever. She will not watch it, so I have to watch it while she's at work and do every, yeah, watch everything <laughs> while she's either asleep or I'm at work and in my headphones. But yeah, absolutely. I I actually have a question. Yeah. I feel like everyone everyone is paired with someone who doesn't like horror. <laughs> yeah. So do all your partners like horror or no? I think mine is mixed because I, I, like I said, I am like a big like list sometimes because of just the upbringing. Um, mine doesn't like faux jump scares, so he's not a fan no. of like, scary movies that only rely on that like quick moment of jump scares. Um, yeah, he does. He is willing to like enjoy like really dark movies, but he just has to be in the mood of in the mood for them. He's not a big yeah. like really scared. Like, I have to be scared. Like he he just doesn't. But he he's also the one that if I took to like a haunt or a maze, he'd probably punch mm-hmm. someone. Like, layers <laughs> 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 to it because he's not he doesn't really believe in that type of stuff like I do. So for him, it's like oh, it's just a cool other movie. Let's see how they do it. Um, so I think it's just really selective on the category of like horror that we're watching. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um. What about, yeah. What about you, Nick and Mike? What about y'all? <laughs> partners that don't like horror yeah my my wife doesn't like horror she likes um there's some that she'll be like that are specifically like she'll be curious about enough to check out so like uh i think um quiet place she was she was like i'm i'm interested in that but i she's like i don't want to go to the theater and see it so like usually we have to like wait for it to be on vod and you know to to watch it and then uh um i was raving about like uh, how great um hill house was so she got curious about it and watched it um in the daytime while she was at work you know surrounded <laughs> by people and now that we're watching bly manor she's got to watch it with the lights on <laughs> and so i'm like dang it um but i don't know it's cool because now i get to like kind of share it's cool when we get to share that um um and I, I guess I appreciate it more because it's it's rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's a lot easier to find the ghosts in the house. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, what about you, Mike? Uh, my I got my wife's great. You know, she <laughs> we watch movies together when we can. It's hard with the kids. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't give us much. You know, us time. Yeah. But when we have the opportunity, you know. It, Gosh, you know, we really do watch. <laughs> I gotta confess, we probably do watch more of my movies than her movies. Um, but I did, in fact, give in and I saw the first Twilight with her. <laughs> but that was it. <laughs> I didn't go any further. How I scared were you? <laughs> it was terrifying. How scared were you? <laughs> no, absolutely. What about you, Sandra? Does your partner like horror movies? <laughs> he's he's not a big fan of of horror, but he'll watch with me. But like like this like working and like mm, 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 mm. especially with like haunting of hill house once i was like oh, like i was reading an article and then i'm like oh the ghosts are okay so there's one in this scene and so he's like oh hell no hell no he doesn't really care for for them in in blind manner they're more obvious but still like yeah i'm 
I mean, I just kind of grew up that way. Um, so I have a very high tolerance. I don't watch like torture type films. Um, I did convince him to watch Human Centipede with me and we couldn't get through the whole thing. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's, wow. I was still like. It's strange that that I was, was your, your, the one you yeah. chose to. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> it was more out of curiosity. You really <laughs> dove into the deep end, didn't you? I don't like gruesome things, but uh, Human Centipede. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. That, that solidified it for me. I was like, I was so detached <laughs> from the film and going like, somebody wrote this. Somebody wrote this, like Ed, Ed Wood, right? Somebody yeah. wrote this, and nobody said this is a bad idea. But it was just so gross that it took off, I guess. I don't I, know. I re- yeah, I don't like gruesome. I don't like those movies, uh, those kind of movies at all. Like, I don't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't like the gruesome, disgusting stuff. I want the something. I want the stuff that has like more of a storytelling aspect and more of forces that are like kind of like what you were say- saying, Sandra. Like, I-, I want something that isn't believable and but that will bring me to that world to believe it as opposed to i can just watch the news and get texas chainsaw massacre stuff at this oh point. i know um <laughs> so like i need i need that like my favorite horror film of all time is alien i think alien is the best mm. uh, yeah. haunted haunted house uh haunted house film and it's you know it's of course it's a sci-fi movie but i don't think it really i think it's a sci- i think it's a horror movie with a sci-fi like uh well, now we like learn from Michael, it's, uh, cosmic horror is what they would be titled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. With this horror and this love of being scared and being out there, we have these really weird traditions, kind of like what I was talking about earlier with, you know, going up to neighbors and people that you wouldn't talk to for anything and <laughs> expect candy or expect something, you know, from them and like a gre- either a greeting candy or, you know, anything in between. And there are a bunch of traditions from, especially with you guys from totally different parts uh, of places. I mean, Mike, you're over on the East Coast. I'm from Texas. And I think, are you three all from California proper or? and uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Native. So, oh, perfect. So, you know, what are the traditions mostly? One one thing in y'all's area and y'all's family traditions. And then what are some of the traditions that you guys have adopted? And this time I'll start off with Nick. I'll go opposite. Um, so my traditions have kind of changed over the years, but like when I, you know, lived with my parents and as a kid and stuff, we, um, I, I didn't trick or treat a whole lot. It was more like, uh, maybe when I was like, like two to four or something like that, I had like a couple of Halloween's where I trick or treated, but for some reason I got more interested in handing out the candy. <laughs> <laughs> and so like that was a punishment for me man (laughs) i don't know i don't know why like and and i don't like doing it now it's just like this period of time when i was a kid where i was just like i want to be the one that hands out candy i think i just wanted to hand out joy or something like that all the smiles on these children's faces yeah and uh when i got a little a little bit older uh like how dumb and wholesome i was um i was like i'm gonna start pranking people that come to the door (laughs) and then so i like uh got like uh like an orange or something and like covered it in foil and like here's a chocolate ball and like (laughs) give it to kids and be like i'm so edgy (laughs) um but yeah so mostly yeah as a as a kid i i liked dressing up and handing out candy um and then later it became more about like 
catching um, like horror movie marathons. That's like when I started getting more interested in like filmmaking and stuff and um, like the practicalities behind making like a horror scene became intriguing to me. And so then I spent a lot of, a lot of time like watching those marathons and sometimes they would have like, uh, like Tom Savini on talking about like how he did like a certain scene in like Dawn of the Dead or something like that. And just being like, just enraptured by like, whoa, like how did he do that? And uh, yeah, so pretty much since then, that's, that's, that's been like my, uh, consistent fixture for Halloween that is uh, checking out those movies like we were talking about earlier. But, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing like what I'll be able to do with like my, my son moving forward um, in Halloween and like what his relationship to it and what kind of traditions we can make with him. Um, yeah. Anything that you're kind of like thinking about doing, I would say like with me, my dad and I, when I was really young, would go camping and he would just tell ghost stories and stuff like that. Um, which absolutely traumatized me for years after that. But like, um, because some of the stories were just a little, I was, I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, and, uh, but like, but it was cool and interesting. Like my, we didn't really do anything else for, for our holidays. And so, but for like that, we, we just used to, you know, he, one thing I was always a nerd. So I was always indoors. It was like, he was like, okay, I'm, we're going to go out and like you. And like, at, at first it was just him and I, and then it became like friends and like their dads. And then we would just get like, 10 people and then campfire tell ghost stories and stuff like that a couple weeks before Halloween. And, uh, you know, just like a bonding with your dad and bonding with friends and their, you know, and what, and a camaraderie and whatnot. So like, do anything like that you think that you would do for your, for your kid when they get older? No, no, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. No, it's um, <laughs> no, um, God, Oh I, God, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's weird because I like I look I look back on like on my life and as a kid and going like oh maybe I shouldn't have like seen that yet as a kid or like you know <laughs> or anything so like now I'm looking at him going like I don't know like when to introduce him to this this stuff or like how how like into it you know I want to like represent myself you know going like oh i like really into this this crazy horror movie but it's for the story um <laughs> but <laughs> uh but yeah i i'd like to do something like along along those lines just like make it bonding not not traumatize but no absolutely bond. Not. <laughs> and yeah i'm i don't know i'm already like excited to like dress him up in a in a costume so like I hope that that's maybe that'll be a thing that we can do is like every year we kind of collab on costumes together. Family <laughs> costumes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's perfect. All right. How about you, Sandra? Oh my. Um, a, a big staple since I was a kid and even to this day is Garfield's Halloween adventure. I love that cartoon. And like, anytime I'm thinking about what I should be, I'm like singing some of the songs, what should I be? You know? And, um, so I, I still love that cartoon and I still watch it every year. Um, growing up, like a big thing, I ne I'm like with Nick, never really bought costumes. Um, I don't think I realized that we didn't have money for them. So I was just like excited to make them. I had no clue that like we couldn't afford them. Um, so I was just a bunch of different things that I could pull from my own wardrobe, which was often weird anyway, like kind of goth kind of 
punkish. Um, so I would get a lot of, oh, what, it, what, who are you? Like, what's your costume? And I'm like, I'm not in a costume, man. And like, I wasn't, you know, <laughs> but um, I, I got a lot of that. Um, and like, just, I don't know, every year I just enjoyed really making, making a character that I can feel um, kind of identified some part or aspect of my persona. Like one year, one year I was Frankenfurter in high school and how they let me get away with that. I don't know. <laughs> in high school. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I had like a pretty accurate costume for Frankenfurter with like the fish nets and the, Jeez. I don't know, bodysuit type. I don't, I don't know how I got away with it. And I don't think anyone knew what I really was. So they probably just uh-huh. figured I was like a hooker or something, but with a cape. The French maid. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, so I just, I still really enjoy making, making my own costumes um, and watching horror movies, you know, and, and um, being cautious though about what I expose my family to knowing like, hey, there's not, they haven't been scarred in the way I was, you know, like, because I saw Halloween, I saw Halloween 2 when I was like four, maybe. Um, and that pretty much like hooked me um, because of the adrenaline rush. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, I don't want like, to have exposed <laughs> anyone to, to scary movies at a young age, you know, that's too scary, I guess. So, but yeah, just making my costumes. And then of course, Kamikaze slash LA Comic Con. Yes. That's been a big thing like for the last handful of years halloween equals kamikaze growing up halloween equaled not scary farm um Mm. so yeah it's a bummer that we can't do that but you know i mean they moved it to september last time so it's just like it's not the same i know (laughs) yeah well and now they're adding a new horror element into it and trying to do it this year so <laughs> i know extra uh, scary that's not happening <laughs> no uh that's a whole bunch of nope for me um actually you brought up something that's really great you and actually paula also uh mentioned it as well but these horror nights like out here in la is something that we can experience that is so high production so crazy like warner brother studios uh, universal knots even disney does their thing and six flags out here um, I don't know about out there, Michael, you know, what happens in... Um, no, you um, bastards. You guys get all the fun. <laughs> all the fun. But <laughs> I I feel like, because again, like I'm from Texas, so I feel like w- things got really creative. We had like these hayrides that were, that were created and very, very, very elaborate because we didn't really have that many things. And then, of course, the existence of private haunted houses that would, that would be built up from the ground and everything. It was crazy. Uh, Mike, what about everything with you on the East Coast? Was it kind of like maybe relatively the same as my as my exposure to, I guess, Halloween? Well, you know, there's some mom and pop haunts that decided to shut down this season, which is sad because, you know, it, it's, you know, their livelihood a lot of times. It's it's what, what gets them through, you know, into the Christmas, you know, season. Uh, Netherworld is probably the big one here in Georgia. Uh, if you look at the top five, any list, it's on there somewhere. Um, but they're amazing. And they've chosen to go with, like, I guess, a, you know, a limited ticket situation, much like the theme parks where, you know, you've only got so much capacity. Um, you know, I think they're doing the the thermometer. You know, they're just they're checking your temperature. So uh, it's it's cautious. 
Um, but I just hate to see, you know, the ones closed down that, that, you know, had to make that decision because it, it makes me fearful that we're losing <laughs> Halloween and I don't want that to happen, you know, but yeah, cause that's what I do. That's my tradition. I go out with the kids and, you know, we, we do the door to door thing. Last year was really disappointing. We saw a lot of lights out, you know, a lot of people not participating more so than participating. So we got in the car and we drove to the rich neighborhoods and we hit them up, <laughs> you know, but, uh, it's, a, it's, it was sad last year because a lot, there was, it was a lot of dark houses and, and, and it's a shame that, that, that's that way, you know, we need that Halloween spirit just as much as we need the Christmas spirit. Yeah. I don't think I've had a trick or treater in almost my entirety of my adult life. I think the last time I had it was when I was 19 years old in my in my apartment in North Austin. Yes, that was the last time I've never had a trick or treater since then. Wow, That's I so feel sad. like after yeah, I feel like after 2000 or um, excuse me, uh, about after 9/11, um, trick or treating kind of went down, and then churches took over with a lot of like trunk or treat type things. So that became city um places whether people were affiliated with the church or not they would go to those things yeah um and schools will start doing like yeah, fests and stuff as well yeah yeah Absolutely. and i feel like that's taken taken the place it's turned into a capitalistic um adventure i guess yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. or adventure at least well i mean it went from a fun holiday that everybody you know it was the expectation it's what you did you got the costumes you dressed up, you went trick-or-treating. Now it's every year it's a what if. It's like, well, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? You buy two pounds of candy and you're stuck with two pounds of candy. <laughs> Some years stuck. you sell out. You know? it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's oh, fluctuates. no, I've got to eat. I thought you got to buy the good candy. Yeah. All the Reese's right. have to be eaten. Oh, man. <laughs> what a pickle. <laughs> um. You want to be the chump stuck with a bunch of dum-dums. Like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember actually, yeah, one year, I think it was like when I was 20, I was like, yeah, we might get a couple, maybe. And I bought a bunch because Reese's is my favorite. And uh, yeah, Reese's didn't make it to Halloween. Um, I think I bought like three <laughs> days before, and I ate like a two-pound bag in like those three days before, and I got the Halloween. And I was like, "Well, they're SOL now. I'll give them a, com- I'll give them a comic book." Well, uh, Michael, what about when you were younger with your with your family? What did you? What was your Halloween traditions, and how did your family you know, celebrate? We would do the same. We would, you know, just go out and trick or treat. You know, um, I remember. <laughs> There's a picture floating around that I posted a couple years ago um, where I dressed up as a zombie. I'd done my own makeup, and I guess I was maybe 13 or 14. And, you know, I did the the blood and, the, you know, the, the, the bruises and then the gore. And um, I think I was 13 at the time. But, you know, it was from there. I, I did a Dracula one year. Um, again, we had to get creative as well because, you know, we couldn't afford costumes at the time we uh, my brother i think was a hobo one year which <laughs> is probably Aren't we all hobos you know that's my costume every day you know? <laughs> that's that's you know that's not even uh, making an attempt but um yeah i mean it was it was much of the same you know we put we we put the pumpkin out you know we didn't do much decorating in the yard um but you know, in, in my industry now, um, you know, working in, in props, 
it's kind of the expectation. <laughs> My house has to be, you know, the shit every Halloween. <laughs> I, I, I work in props for Christ's sake. You know? <laughs> it's kind of what I do. You have a reputation to uphold. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and Paula, how about you? Uh, mine, honestly, a lot of it was the dressing up. Um, even same situation. Like if I didn't have money, we'd find something. Um, and so for me, it, it was. Uh, I swear to you, like I would have nightmares, like weeks coming into uh, Halloween, I would have nightmares in which I didn't have a costume and I would be like crying in the dream because I'm like, <laughs> how do I not have a costume? Why don't I have it? Where is it? And I'm like freaking out because it was such a staple to have. Um, I think one of the earliest memories is my sister loved dressing me up. And so like I, my first photo was like of a witch, me as a witch, and like <laughs> tormenting my poor friend. Um, but at the same time in that dichotomy, I did. Uh, my mom, she wasn't super Catholic, but the area we went to Catholic school was probably the better school to be in. Um, so they, so that was an interesting growing up because they were like super Catholic. They didn't want you to do anything, but they had their versions of like fall festivities. Right. So sugar candy was like a big piece for me. Like if I don't have sugar on Halloween, I'm not a happy camper. Um, <laughs> during those fall fests, we used to kill it. Like you used to like exchange tickets for like soda. And because my mom couldn't afford soda, I was like at school, like chugging these little like Dixie <laughs> cups of syrup basically, because I was like, I get to have this. And then all those pieces. Um, so that was a lot of my childhood stuff. I think, by the time I hit like most of my like uh, university years, I had been involved with theater. And so we had one professor who was also like a really super gothy professor. So there was always a play during Halloween. Like there was, I was working quote unquote for Halloween because I was always in her plays. And so like we did like Macbeth one year, we did Doc uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde another year, we did like another death one. So we were always doing something where there was like costume and makeup involved. And so that's like a big piece for me. Like I always have to have costumes, even if it's out of the closet, if I have to do crazy pieces, um, I used to work, same thing. I used to work at a costume shop here nearby. So like the month of October was like, yeah, extra money by working oh, at nice. the costume shop. Yeah. And so like I would get to know props and costuming and people wanted to rent them. Uh, get the occasional white boy that wanted a Nazi costume. We're like, no, 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 not in California, no, no. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. Find stories that you're like, no, no, can't get that for you. Um, but I think recently in my adult life, um, now that I have kind of like my own place, it's been decorating. And like I said, I'm much more of the romanticized goth. So like I have this one window where I love having like the spider web or the black cat. And I actually have a real black cat, um, the black cat, candelabra <laughs> type things like that. And every year I have to buy at least one new piece. Like it has to be a new piece. Um, I mean, the go-to place here for a lot of California people are like Target because it's a little bit more affordable and they have their own little silly things. And so I always have at least one piece that I get. And it's not Walmart. And it's not Walmart. <laughs> um, and another piece, uh, a little background was what I currently work at is I work at a university for their housing. So like, I have all the teenagers to young adults that I have to like look over and make sure they don't like blow up their apartments or <laughs> things like that. And so one of the things is I always, I, I purposely intend to want to dress up so they can see me dress up to be like, it's okay and it's fun. Um, and this year, and I'm really trying to convince Mark to do this with me since COVID's taking place. 
And since they can't really go out and party, they can't really do a lot of stuff. I want to use one of the dinosaur suits as like a PPE <laughs> dinosaur suit. <laughs> drop off like candy at their door and just kind of roam around as this dinosaur because I just want to cheer them up. And I think that's one of the core pieces for Halloween is just those fun aspects, right? You get a night. I mean, for all of us, most of us, it's like a whole month to like, well, if not a year of dressing up, but like you get a night where you get to just be silly and there's no real judgment and it's you're doing things you're dre even dressing up in things that you would not traditionally do right so it's one of those nights that you want to keep fresh um i think sandra also mentioned cons so like kamikaze or la comic-con used to be during halloween so you were never without something to do like you would never that was a whole thing elvira wanted because she was a co-owner yeah. of it and her whole thing was we w need a convention around halloween and that was like the her whole thing and then she sold it and they changed yeah, everything because you, it gave you something to do right you never had to be the person like oh, i don't have a party i don't have kids to go take trick-or-treating what do i do i have no friends <laughs> but it gave you something right you could go to the party you could dress up your cosplay can be more of the goth gory stuff if you wanted to because it was halloween uh, kids trick-or-treated there so stuff like that is really fun um so those are kind of the pieces again a lot of it super theatrical super theatrical and i think one of the things um also in regards to like things that i tradi would traditionally watch it's uh i'm a i'm such a dark but nightmare before christmas forever Yay. my sister showed that to me when it first came out and i was so tiny and i was like this is so creepy and weird i feel like i should be scared of it but i'm not and i love it <laughs> and so like from now and they even take it full on into christmas and from now until christmas it's like where's the new jack skeleton ornament what else do i need to add to my collection and i get to leave it up like i have like Nightmare Before Christmas decorations, like, I don't have to move them. These count for two holidays. It's staying up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's like the smooth transition, like Halloween I love to Christmas, the... because Thanksgiving just burns. Like, <laughs> I love it when the Christmas tree becomes the Valentine's Day tree. That's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of it is that dress up, that decoration, and just kind of getting people to have fun and enjoy themselves. Absolutely. Uh, my last question uh, for the podcast uh, for you guys, hopefully, and, and uh, we'll also do y'all's plugins as well. And my last question is, with these times of, of things being uncertainty, this is kind of a way maybe for a revamp or maybe even uh, a, a way for things to change for possibly the better to either make improvements. And, you know, I think it's a time for everybody to kind of reflect as you guys are doing your plugs as well. What improvement do you think the Halloween could have next year? And I'll start off with uh, with Nick. Yeah, I think the the only thing to improve on Halloween would just be to make it longer. You know, we've got pretty much like the day after Thanksgiving to Christmas is like the Christmas season, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> and like, people who really like Halloween, like us, you know, will you know will be excited for Halloween all October, but it's not really like a. I don't know. I feel like it's not really like a, a nationally like get, let's get ready for this kind of season because like right now you go into like any store and they're like they got their Christmas trees set up, <laughs> you know, their fake Christmas trees and Christmas ornaments ready to go. So it's like no, let's let's put let's put a little more let's put a little more spook in our lives. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can find uh, me and you can find uh, Sandra there also at Story Geeks. Um, I think we have a, an audiobook coming out soon. 
through probably uh, <laughs> should probably ask jay about that it's his audio ndas yeah <laughs> uh, we do have an audiobook coming out soon death of a bounty hunter um written by jay Shearer. um and i did some like audio engineering on that it's a very very cool book audio book coming out um but yeah you can find us at story geeks uh you can find me uh on twitter uh and instagram at uh nduki n-d-u-k-i-e awesome. uh, yeah <laughs> i love it all righty and sandra an improvement in all your plugs uh okay so let's start with the plugs because i'm gonna forget once i get all super into this so Got the it. plugs would be find us find us at the storygeeks.org you can check out our podcast there and find other um cool articles and everything and you can find me on um, twitter at sand underscore rad and on instagram which i'm probably most active there um at sand underscore rad one um so what can be done to improve halloween um i would love for halloween to get the same attention that christmas gets where it's like at least for me in my house (laughs) as soon as halloween's over and like day of the dead's over it's time for christmas because I have very strong reasons why I don't like Thanksgiving. Um, Plus I see my family all the time anyway, so there's nothing unique about it. Um, But it's like, even like if you care about Thanksgiving, as soon as Thanksgiving's done, like all of December, the rest of November and all of December pretty much is focused on Christmas or, you know, maybe on on Hanukkah or whatever other holiday you might um, observe. But for Halloween, it's kind of like just that day. So I'd love if like all of October had more emphasis on Halloween, where we had Halloween music playing on, you know, like go to Coast 103.5 and you can listen to (laughs) Halloween music. I will happily curate that. Um, And just like, yeah, well, it goes deeper than that. But um, (laughs) having, having like costumes that we can, where like we do Christmas sweaters or other holiday mm. sweaters where it's not just uh, on the day, but like ugly horror sweaters would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they have them. So they that have. would be great. <laughs> yeah. If we could just like other people were, were down for that, you know, and, and honestly what that feels like, it's like a comic convention spread out throughout your community. And that's Absolutely. what I love about Halloween is it's kind of like, like, like a comic con, for everybody no matter how cool you are you're able to still no at least kind of enjoy <laughs> yeah you're and, and no no cues so you're able to kind of like um pretend and and tap into your imagination and your creativity for a day so if that were just expanded a week i'll take a week but if it could be all of october and all of september because that's when i get really soaked for halloween is like <laughs> september 1st i'm like it's halloween <laughs> Um, but yeah, that would be great. Like if everyone else were kind of on, on our level, at least for the the month of October, that'd be dope. I mean, for me, y'all are weird because for me, once Halloween's over, it goes straight to St. Patrick's Day. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All righty. How about you, Mike? What would I do to improve Halloween? I think uh, we're not doing a terrible job. I just think we should find the horror in every holiday. You know, it's there. You got Krampus at Christmas. <laughs> you got Black Christmas. You know, I mean, April Fool's Day should be a little more sinister. Yeah. 
You know, before that, you got an, a leprechaun. You know, I mean, creepy yeah, little Irish there's a movie for that. Around. I mean, I, there's horror in every holiday. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate the cable channels or whatever networks, you know, that run it like Shudder. Shudder yeah. is awesome. I love Shudder. It's, and it's such so cheap. a great price. It's so cheap. You have tons of movies. I'm a huge, huge fan of that network or that streaming service. Um, and you're starting to see other, you know, horror channels popping up now. So I, I feel like, um, I feel like we're on the right track. I just think we need to recognize scariness throughout the year. <laughs> you know, um, I don't have anything to plug. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I'm Michael glad you're Davis. Here. I'm glad to talk to you. Not for even the first supposed time to be here, man. I was, I was just walking by, and, and <laughs> you're a window shopping. Guy, we're like, come on, on in. Uh, <laughs> you have your props. It'd be cool to know where you work if you can. Prop oh, well, I um, I work in uh, props for television and film. I, I worked on um, the last season of Happen Leonard. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It was on. Um, oh God, I can't remember the network now. The indie one. Um, oh, um, yeah, IFC. IFC, IFC yeah. That, I think that was it, yeah. But um, that was a lot of fun. I worked on Goosebumps 2. That was great because we had two Halloweens that year. Um, I got to work on Zombieland 2, which was awesome um, because 10 years prior to that, I was a fan trying to hunt them down on a set. And uh, it almost got busted, so it kind of came full circle. Um, <laughs> uh, right now, I'm working on a show for Stars um, with uh, Stephen Amell, and that's, that's pretty much all I can say about that. That's really awesome, cool. awesome. Yeah, it's and, it's a great you know it's fun. It's such a blessing to, to get up and, and smile because you get to go to work, not because you have to go to work. You want to, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you want to. You're excited because every day is an adventure. You never know what you're you're gonna get into. Absolutely. All righty. And Paula. Cool. Uh, I think more traditions. I think people are so used to just the, it's just trick or treating and then we go party if you're an adult, but there's so much more that you can do. I think the more they're getting created, especially this year, I think, I think Michael brought up like, how do we keep the traditions alive? Right. Cause you don't want it to go dead uh, with the dark houses and people turning off their light cause they don't want to give candy, but there's so much that you can do, right. You can do much more mazes. You could do much more fun. Um, like right now they have all the drive-through mazes that they're doing, you know, being able to, uh, my dinosaur idea, right? Like giving people stuff, um, people are finding creative ways to even keep trick or treat a little bit more creative and safe, right? So like people who have houses can do like the cool, what is it? The thing I saw that was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Like the, the shoot, like they're doing the little tube shoot. Oh, the PVC oh, yeah. pipe. Yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. Kind of, like they're like just being more creative, <laughs> coming up with more traditions that people can do. I think part of it, one, because it is much more mar- uh, marketed right now, where it's just you get costumes, you get candy, you do the bash thing, and that's it. But there's a lot of fun, joy, and spirit that comes from it. So having to create much more traditions with families and with like people in general, I think finding more things that can be like you can do much more. Right. So more traditional pieces that we can elevate. I do agree. It should be like a week, <laughs> a week to a month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I totally get Hall- it. Hello week. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, but just things that can make it much more like. That people can realize how much more you could love that holiday if you're not like one of us. Mm-hmm. That there's so much more that you can do with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, plugs, right? Is the next. <laughs> yeah. All the plugs. Uh, 
Yeah, so first off, uh, yeah, I am, I'm an admin for Sketchy Bugs. It's a comic creator group and writer group here in uh, Southern California based off Manhattan Beach at the Comic Bug. Um, I do art. I My Instagram, you can find me at um, art by Palacy K. So I just do silly art and resin art. Uh, formerly, I used to do a D&D &D, uh, &D YouTube show called Vicious Mockery. Um, all the stuff for that for like two years is still on YouTube. So if you want to see us be silly tieflings, by all means. Um, and then currently, I also do voice acting for uh, my brother-in-law's um, comic uh, YouTube show called The One Two Comic Punch, um, where he interviews a lot of different artists, indie artists, writers. Wow. Um, we do a vo um, every other month, we do like a voiceover of a comic. So we will actually kind of read the comic as we're like out loud as you're mm -hmm. seeing it. Um, and then in general, if cons ever come back, <laughs> if they ever come back, um, I do a lot of panels regarding geeks and education. So being like a geek profession, uh, education professional or anyone, a type of professional in education, how we use geekdom. Um, and then just a lot of like Latinx stuff too. So. Absolutely. Thank you guys wow. so much for being here again. You guys are the greatest. All the links will be found in our article on the website. Thanks for listening in. You can check out all of our shows and podcasts on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and any podcast app. We're also on Amazon. So thanks, Satan. And <laughs> you can also go to our website, thecrankygathering.com, for more information. Our guests, again, all the information will be in the article there. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the things. I stream on Twitch. We have our YouTube channel where we have podcasts. Um, we have Grand Geek Eatery. We have Let's Plays and stuff like that as well. All the stuff. The music has been provided by Midnight Shinigami, so check them out, especially around these these spooky times. And enjoy all of our spooky Halloween content that we have. All of our podcasts are having Halloween-centered episodes, so check them all out. Have a great week. Stay safe. Wear a mask. And GGG. <laughs>